space. We'll do it live. It. Do it live. Don't write it. We'll do it live. What do we have here? What is this? The handsome contest. Look at us. Who would have thought? Not me. Who's with me? Let's go. Come on. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Good morning. Party people, how the heck you doing? Happy Tuesday to you and yours. It's 534. Happy Tuesday to you, Carl freaking Brown. Welcome to draft day. It is, yes. Yes. For our fantasy football league that you and I are in. One that you and I are in together. It It is auction night. The worst part, though? The other 12 members of the league are all in British Columbia. Yes. So the draft starts at approximately 9.45 this evening. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. <laughs> tomorrow will be it. Yeah, so if we, if we throw like a seven-minute banger tomorrow morning at 5.30, you'll know why. That would be, that would be why, yes. <laughs> uh, Happy Tuesday. Also, apparently it's National Beach Day. I just got a text from somebody who said, happy National Beach Day to you. It would have been way better if that was yesterday. Just having a peek at the forecast today. Yeah, it's supposed to just... Chance today, of uh, chance of showers, risk of thunderstorms, basically throughout the day until uh, probably until the early evening, honestly. And uh, Humidex is pretty up there too. It's uh, it's also hits staff barbecue day. Yes, apparently at noon there's some variety of a barbecue happening yeah. in the parking lot. Supposed to be. Supposed to be. It'll be one man, Jonathan. Yeah. Barbecuing. Work on the, the grill. Yeah. He'll be barbecuing in the rain. John have his food safe? Well, the rest of us are inside <laughs> dry. Look, somebody has to barbecue. Yeah. Right? So I figured Jonathan would be the one you make barbecue. I might take the I might take the you, plunge you on that. You want to get out there in the rain? Oh, yeah. I don't mind the rain, but I would I'd cook safely. It's, it's I know more that. About, it's more about the food than yeah. it is the wetness. Yeah. Look at you taking one for the team. I would. Do, if it came to it, I would. Do porpoises like rain? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Naturals out there. Are they? Mm-hmm. The rain hits them under. That's they like right. to breach water and feel the raindrops on yeah. them. Yeah, I'm like a porpoise. You like the, you you like the cold. Mm-hmm. You're comfortable in the cold. Yes, I am. And you're comfortable in the water. I for some reason though would have you would have struck me as somebody who doesn't enjoy standing out in the rain. It just doesn't bother me. No. No. So what? You're wet. Yeah. Oh well. <laughs> there's worse things. Yeah, there's way worse yeah. things. Could be hot. Uh, could be. You'd, so yeah, you'd rather have pouring rain than like outside during a thirty-five degree heat wave. Well, I mean, my head's not going to get burnt in the rain. And what if it does? Then that would be that'd be something. <laughs> that'd be really something. I went to kids uh, took the kids to the Port Dalhousie Beach on the weekend. Yeah, I went on. When was it? Saturday we went. Right. The water was like warm yeah it's like bath water warm was it yeah did you like that i did oh. i thought it was awesome i don't know about that no when i go in like a natural body of water i don't know if i want like tepid water really eh? yeah it felt great it's where bacteria thrives uh, oh is that that's more of the worry yeah yeah like it was the initial like kind of walking a little bit like yeah. it takes a second uh-huh. but then you're like when you're in the water it, it was like a bathtub man it, it was, was pretty warm this it's been yeah. warm for a number of weeks in a row yeah. here i mean it has been august there was also uh like a rowing competition mm-hmm. happening on yep. the beach one of the and they had like announcers one of the guys names i forgot to even tell you this yesterday anthony cha-cha-cha no yeah one of the rowers or yeah. one of the announcers one of the rowers anthony cha-cha-cha cha-cha-cha no, I yeah. can't be a really yeah. Yes. I I unless for some reason in rowing they give them like nicknames. <laughs> 
right? Like yeah. maybe they do. Is that his like gimmick name? I don't know. Is ro- <laughs> do they do that in rowing? I don't know. Is it like a big nickname culture? I am not aware. Right? Like it's like Joe, you know, Johnson. Mm-hmm. Like Joe. Uh, I don't know. I need a cool rowing nickname. <laughs> Joe the Terminator Johnson. <laughs> Joe Rower. Joe Rower. That's just what you got. That'd be your nickname for him. Cha cha cha. And like we were, we were enthralled. Yeah. It's like, whoa, this guy's a cha cha cha. That can't be right. I look. Maybe it's a nickname. I'm Gotta telling be. you, it has ha- to be. I heard them say cha cha cha. Yes, and the water was very warm, Mr. Soper. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get you home. Look. I did mushrooms this weekend. <laughs> First time for everything. All right. Dig of the day coming up. We're going to do um, early Metallica for a bit. This is off of, uh, yeah, it's off of Kill 'em All, 1983. Yeah. A little jump in the fire on your Tuesday morning. Love it. Soper and Brown Show. Good morning, party people. Let's go. Hey, 77. It's FM. Let's get going here with our Dink of the Day. Go to South Bend, Indiana. Okay. Where police arrested a man for stealing from a local Walmart three times in one day. Ah, man. Andrew Myers was first caught trying to leave a Walmart with $214 worth of merchandise and electronics. Tries to leave uh, with it in a shopping cart. Yeah. They stop him. What are you doing? He takes off running. Okay. That's one. Andrew Myers then shows up again later on that afternoon. Same Walmart. Mm-hmm. This time, though, he gets into one of those motorized carts, and he fills up the motorized cart with $423 worth of merchandise. Okay. Went back for a bigger fish, and? What I think is interesting, though, is... The basket on the motorized cart is smaller. Yeah. Yet he got four hundred and twenty-three dollars worth of merchandise this time. Going for that, uh, that that Blu-ray of uh, Twin Peaks. Oh, is so that what it's it is? Like eighty-five bucks. Oh, yeah. Oh man, uh, he tried to <laughs> take off in the motorized carts. Yeah. You ever rode one of those? Uh, no. Very slow. Are they pretty slow? Very slow. What's top speed on there? Ten k? No. 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 Does I, it get to ten? I don't even know if it gets to five. Pal. Mm. It is slow. Ah, uh, intentionally. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, so if you hit anybody in the store, it's a bump, mm, not a run. I think it has, and like, uh, you squeeze too, like as hard as you can. Yeah. No dice. <laughs> yeah, you're, just, you're not going anywhere. I think it might be, it's certainly on the podium for top three worst getaway vehicles of all time. <laughs> I'm struggling, and maybe in Would a few you put minutes. It, you put it behind feet. Oh, no doubt about yeah? it. Yeah? Okay. No doubt. Getting away by feet versus motorized cart makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, 977-977. If Hits Nation has more, I'd love to hear (laughs) it. What's slower to get away on? I think it's got to be, it might take the gold for worst getaway vehicle. Either way, uh, $423. They stop him. He takes off running. Yet again. That's how you know it's a bad vehicle. He took off running. (laughs) He got out of it and ran. He shows up again later on that day. Third time. Grabs another cart. You want to yep. guess how much he tries this time? Uh, I'm going to say he's going to keep going in the right direction here, so I'm going to say he went 650 He didn't go higher, actually. This time he went lower. Oh. $382 worth of items. Finally, they were smart enough to have police on the premises. I think this guy's coming back. He, uh, he tried to run away, chase him down, took him down. He was promptly arrested. Overall... Tried to steal $1,021 worth of merchandise from Failed Walmart. in all three accounts. All three. How do you go back at that? How do you... 
You got away. You know You're what? very likely going to get caught. There, like really, the there's a story of perseverance here. Oh, is it really? Is that yeah. your spin zone? Like South Bend, Indiana. Yeah. This guy, clearly a Notre Dame fan, <laughs> which is where the college is. Okay. He's seen Rudy. You know, sometimes you got to mm. fail a couple times before you hit the big one. You try, you try, you try again. You know, that was certainly the lesson to take from Rudy. <laughs> I think I would have put it towards a different activity, though. Other than robbing Walmart, 300 yeah. bucks at a time? But um, hell of a spin zone. Hell of a spin zone. Did they all go in and lay down their little Walmart vests and try and get the guy to gig? Or, no? And they that did didn't not. happen at the end. Andrew Myers is our dink of the day. The Silver and Brown Show, 97.7 Hits FM. Silver and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. Dink of the day. We're talking about a man in South Bend, Indiana, who tried to steal from Walmart three times in the one same, day. The same one. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't He didn't, you know, this wasn't a, a, a spread target thing. He focused on <laughs> one Walmart. And... One of the attempts, he tried to get away on the motorized grocery store cart. Yeah. And if you've never used one, they are painfully slow. Did you get to use one when your foot was all busted up? Is that when you got to use one? Yeah, Yeah. when I dislocated the ankle and broke the leg, uh, that's when I used it. And it's just, it's painfully Mm -hmm. slow, man. You just are praying and wishing that at some point, for some reason, the battery is going to kick into a next gear. You think there's got to be something. Oh, it is. And, and as you said, they obviously do it for safety. And eh, sure. they should. Yeah, you're driving but, around other people. Man, when you're on it, you just Wish you already you feel kind of, at least for me, yeah. right? Maybe some people are like, I felt a little ridiculous. I mean, you were casted up. You yeah. were booted up. You had, you know. But you just feel. I know. I don't know. You feel kind of crappy. And know. then you're just going slower than molasses. <laughs> it's truly wild. So I, I said, is it maybe the worst getaway vehicle? Yeah. Uh, some text coming in. Uh, Demo Matt said, what about the tandem bike? It yeah. can't be a get- great getaway vehicle. If uh, both parties aren't pedaling as hard as uh, you need to be. Mm-hmm. And there's no like gears on a tandem bike, is it? No, I, don't, like, I don't think it's so. It's like a cruiser, right? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think there is either. So if so, you hit a hill, you're in trouble. Yeah, I'd be willing to add that to the list. How about, okay, let's, let's. Um, I don't know if we're going to do a podium here, but mm-hmm. I did write down some that I thought yeah. could be added to the list of worst getaway vehicle. In in terms of the tandem bicycle, what about the mobile bar? Oh, yeah, because you need like eight people to commit the same crime right. to, to get the thing pedaling. That's right. For me, you know, one that comes up, mm-hmm. the rowboat. Rowboat. Yeah. That's Having to row to both sides. I'm gonna oh, gas. Yeah. I'm gonna gas pretty quick. Yeah. And then once I do, I'm just out in the water. I'm coming to shore eventually. So I'm glad you said this because I actually wrote down pedal boat. Oh yeah. yeah. Sa- for the same reason. I think. And again, pedal boat. If it's one of those spots where you have two people, if you don't have a partner, yeah. you're just gonna pedal in circles. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you can somehow <sighs> bridge the the middle and like pedal both. Sides. I, yeah. I don't think anybody's ever done that Chief, successfully. Do we go after him? No, he'll tie uh, himself yeah. out. Don't yeah. worry about Let him it. Tucker throw a lasso <laughs> out. He'll be begging to be arrested in a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, just wait. I also wrote down power wheels. Like the little battery powered cars that when you're a kid yeah. you could sit in. Yeah, it'd be tough. Yeah, as a kid, I now. We I didn't we didn't have one. Nor no. did really anybody in the neighborhood have I one. Didn't. We weren't lucky enough to grow around grow up around power wheels. But as a kid, I imagine <laughs> they were kids who had them. No, My yeah. house was not one that had them. <laughs> um, I imagine as a kid, it feels like you're kind of scooting. Mm-hmm. 
I've seen kids in my neighborhood use them. You're not going that fast. How about the uh, the uh, like the Fisher Price uh, Fred Flintstone car, the one that you'd sit in with the big yellow top oh, on it? Oh yeah. Work your feet there. Okay, you want to yeah. add that to the list? Put that in there. It's what a fun. What about? I mean, for me, a horse would be terrible. I don't know how to ride him. Mm, good point. They may just not cooperate. I'm sure there's some people though. Who, yeah, it would work yeah, for them. Sure, there's you know? yeah, there's folks who you know hop on and, and know what take off. Doing? Yeah. But, you know, I'm assuming I'm the one who's committed the crime here. Yeah, so for you, for your list. The okay. horse, yeah, it would be bad because I don't know what to do. Somebody here said lawn tractor. Some yeah. of them can cruise, though. It's a little tough to be low profile, though. Yeah, as you're point. As you're riding the lawn tractor on uh, on open streets. Aaron said pumpkin boat. Yeah. Good point. Yes, the pumpkin boat, very difficult. Can I throw? Very recognizable. Uh, do you have any more on your list over no, there? No, I don't. One more I'll throw in there? Cool. What about the city bus? The city bus. Now, it depends what you stole. Yeah. If it's something you can hide on your person, the city bus is great. Public transit is great. You can get lost in the shuffle pretty easy. Oh, uh, you know, I my initial thought went to- Get in the bus, go to your stops, maybe hop off, go back the other way, hop mm. on some other form of transit, Ooh, boom, see you later. Back the other way right? is good. A little, uh, you know, a little catch me as you can action as you, as you move back and forth. My initial thought was you have no choice where you're going. You sure. have to just get on and sure. go somewhere. But you do have a crowd to try and blend into. Yeah. So it really depends. Like, if you stole a TV, you're in tough. 70-inch TV? Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> Trying to blend in. But if it's something that you can keep on your person, yeah. I think it's not so bad. Okay, then you know what? I'll say motorized grocery cart. I'm going to actually give that the silver. Okay. My vote for number one is the uh, mobile bar. Yeah, the mobile bar? Yeah. Give me the rowboat or paddle boat at uh, bronze. CHTZ in Niagara and Hamilton. The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. All right, 610. It's Tuesday morning. Uh, can you? I, I'm going to need the background on this here. Sure. As in studio, there was like a fly kind of buzzing around, and Carl says, I'll take you down like your brother. <laughs> and I thought... <laughs> What does that even mean? <laughs> so this is uh, Saturday or Sunday night. I can't remember. Uh, but I'm uh, Chelsea and I had just uh, had just headed upstairs. Yeah. Got walls all comfy, and you know we got the AC on. I'm starting to. I got my book open, getting ready for that honk shoe business. Honk shoe. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and we discovered there's a fly in the bedroom. And Walt goes, you, you know this when you when you were watching him for the week there, yeah. he goes nuts for flies. Oh yeah, tries to catch him. He's got a taste for blood. I watched to... him catch one. Yeah, it was unbelievable. He pins them against one of the windows downstairs, and then like tries to eat them. So as soon as it's like buzzing around, he's snapping at it, and he's uh. like getting up. It's real pain in the ass. <laughs> so I'm sitting there, and I got the book open. I'm laying on my side, and I see the fly goes into the lamp. On my like, like bedside table, and as it emerges, I shot my hand up real quick and boom, grabbed it. Oh, you caught it! Bare hand caught it in my right hand, and Chels looked over and said, "Did you actually catch that in your bare hand?" I said, <laughs> "I'm not sure because I can't really feel it. I had yeah. it, like grip tight, and I didn't want to open so that it flew back yeah, out." For sure, yeah. So I walked to our washroom upstairs, gave it a good shimmy shimmy shake. <laughs> Like, I'm about to do the dice throw at a craps table in Vegas and just launched it right into the toilet. And you did, yep. in fact. Yes. Wow. Out of thin air. Wow. 
That's pretty good. I then tried to explain to her that uh, my hand-eye has been, you know, critically underrated for years. Oh, has it? It has been. Really? I say it all the time. Is it, so you think maybe because of your size, your hand-eye gets overlooked? Yeah. And and you've said, too, on the show that you're surprisingly nimble in the water. Yes, yeah. And so you think you're being... Yeah, maybe a little bit. Would you be an elite... Oh, you know what? Elite might be strong. A strong yeah. word. But would you be a surprisingly solid water handball player? Oh, like the water polo? The water polo. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think I could get there. Yeah. I could get there. I could be a member of the team. Yeah. I could be a solid member of the team. Would you be an off-the-bench guy? Yeah, probably. What are they, do they have a bench? I don't know. Or do you just wade in the water against, like, the... <laughs> like, is there... You have to, like, hold on to the side yeah, to get just, tagged in. Just, like, wading. I, I do not know. Huh. I do not know. I finally Although, found something you don't know. What I've seen about that game and how they, like, kind of, like, hold each other under, I don't like being tackled while I'm in there. You know I don't like people in my space. <laughs> that would be the problem for yeah, you? Yeah, it would be. Do they push each other underwater? Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh, God, yes. It seems aggressive. It is aggressive. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Because I guess you can't really body check. No. Uh, for some reason, would have thought, like, any contact to the head would be a bad thing. Yeah, it's they, they can, like, swing on you, but it's like they grapple you and kind of it's yeah. Really? It's pretty aggressive, man. I'm going to need to watch some highlights. Yeah, I'll find some for you. I'll find some for you. Oh. But I was just impressed, like, right in the bare hand and got rid of it. I, I felt like a king for a moment there. Chelsea looked at me different. <laughs> didn't no you guys didn't no that seemed like a prime opportunity to like it's a very prime like i just caught this thing i killed it and now we will have sex and you gotta take the dog downstairs oh and yeah then come he does, all the way back yeah, upstairs he doesn't do well with and then that. he barks and the whole thing yeah takes away the sexiness and the, the the immediacy of the moment loses yeah, you know, good point yeah a uh, couple of text messages here number one somebody said what the hell is honk shoe business? <laughs> Sex? No. Yeah, you need to also explain that. That's uh, that's sleep time. I'm getting in that honk shoe. <laughs> shoe. Yeah. <laughs> shoe. <laughs> I, I'll be honest. I know. I only know that now. You know, from hanging out with you. But that is that is certainly like a youism. That's Good. a Carlism. We'll make it a thing. Yeah. Oh, we can now. We'll make it a Carlism. But for sh- it didn't dawn on me until I saw that text. I went, oh, yeah, there's probably a good chunk of people who don't know what that honk shoe business is. <laughs> Bedtime. Yeah. It, Sleepy time. It makes sense now. Get into that honk shoe. <laughs> Another time. <laughs> text says we need to put together a challenge now to test your hand eye. New TikTok video? Throw me something. Yeah, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, pair of scissors over there. Yeah, yeah. I, I got kangaroo testicles. Ready? Yeah. Yeah. He caught it. Yeah. Mm, you know what? Should have left hand. That. Hey, left hand too. Wasn't great radio though, because nobody <laughs> could see it. Trust me, I caught it. <laughs> the Silver and Brown Show. Sorry, I'm Silver and Brown. Nine seven seven. It's FM nine seven seven nine seven seven. You know, there's a few people saying, isn't it? Um, uh, what's uh, the Karate Kid? That mm-hmm. the chopstick, the catching a fly with chopsticks? Yeah, well, that's. I Could mean, that's you, near impossible. You can't do that one. No, but I am pretty good with chopsticks. I'll give you that. Yeah. Yeah. Your hand, your hands are the chopsticks. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, massive shout out to our buddy Daryl, uh, Hits Nation legend. Just dropped off an incredible bag of goodies like, for the Hit staff. Bag. Bags. Yeah. Yeah. He's just such a generous, generous. I literally guy. don't know how to sort through all this stuff, man. Yeah, no, he's he's an incredibly generous. Somebody, human being. somebody wake Joey Bricks up. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, like I'm going out. We're going out like Santa Claus at the barbecue today. Oh yeah. Hand this stuff out. Good day to do it. Good yeah. day to bring the package. Yeah, we got people yeah. here today. A very yeah. good day to bring. Let the folks package. come in and have a little shop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so huge thanks to Daryl, man. Really do appreciate that. Uh, another text message here. This is. Let me see. Oh, they did leave their name. Uh, Neil said, "Boys." Happy Pumpkin Spice Latte Day. Oh, God. Is, is it, it today? Is that the day? Is it? Is today the day? What is it? August uh, 30th. Where's Taylor yes. when we need her? Oh, where's yeah. Our, where's our resident Starbucks worker? <laughs> yeah, Taylor does work at Starbucks as well as yeah. here. Uh, yeah, I, I guess it is. I'm, I'm, I wasn't aware. Uh, <laughs> pumpkin Spice. Is, is, uh, they're doing like a big rollout, I guess, of it. I guess today's the day. I, um, I, did, I did just type into Google, and mm-hmm. it showed me. A bunch of random pumpkin spice flavored items. Oh, are we doing this again this yeah, year? Well, so are we gonna? Because last year we did the great pumpkin review. Yeah, I don't. Um, I, I I don't think we need to review. I just have items for you. I still have the a uh, little bit of the Jeffrey Hollows pumpkin spice uh, hot oh, sauce. Right, a really good stuff from you last still, year. And, yeah, you still use it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I still have a little bit. Uh, pumpkin spice. It it is. It's per, t- it is pervasive. Yeah, it's wild. Right, it, the the market for pumpkin flavored things. I don't know if people truly want it or if it is a novelty thing now. Novelty thing for a month or two. Uh, but pumpkin spice, uh, where is it? Sorry, pumpkin spice lattes for pets have become a thing, where they put some of the um, the pumpkin spice syrup into whipped cream. Oh, okay. Like, have you seen the pup cups or whatever? Yeah, yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Yes. So apparently they okay. they have a dog friendly. I was waiting to see how they justified giving caffeine to your animals, but yeah, that no, makes more sense. No. They have a dog friendly uh, pumpkin spice uh, that they put on the whipped cream. Uh, pumpkin spice hand sanitizer. All right. Oh. Uh, as, as I don't think I'd like that. I don't think so either. I want it as scentless as possible. And then uh, Buck Tea is selling pumpkin spice coronavirus masks. It is a scented face mask. Oh. You can smell it while others can also smell the pumpkin spice. I don't know if I want to be huffing. That's another thing that I would prefer to be as generic as possible. Do you want to huff pumpkin no, spice while you're, I don't. You know, while you're walking around? I'll catch a waft of it at a fall fair, and that's about good for the year. How about pumpkin spice spam? Nope. Big pass. Somebody here says, reminds me, or the story says, reminds me of breakfast sausage. Uh, it does not go well with eggs, <laughs> but does go well with waffles. Daryl's in the text box here says to check the bag. There may be something pumpkin spiced among us here that we haven't had a chance to find yet. Yeah, Daryl, there's so much. We, Dude, there's so much we're stuff. We're still going we're through We're still it. sorting. <laughs> He's very likely correct. Um, there is uh, pumpkin spice marshmallows are apparently a top seller around this time. Are they? We do. I, I saw Daryl drop some peeps in here. Yeah. Peeps. Oh, is there pumpkin spice peeps in oh. there? Uh, and then- the pu- there's a pumpkin spice scented purse that's oh. being sold by Betsy Johnson. Yeah, that's I, a that's a brand. That's a brand. Okay. That's a brand. Yes. But then here's the big one: pumpkin spice scented toilet paper. Oh. Why do we need that? <laughs> I mean, I can guess. I can... One of those things they give you is you're like in Maine in the fall and like a leaf watching tour. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> for your side of the road stop. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, for some people, maybe this. Would work. I feel like somehow our toilet in the <laughs> the main floor here would struggle even more with yeah. scented toilet paper. You think so? I think only the thinnest goes down that drain. Yeah. Yeah. Is it for the freaky people? For the freaky people? Is that what this is for? I don't know who. I think it's for the people who like have seasonal bathroom decor. Yeah? Yeah. You ever have like, like an aunt or an uncle, if you go there in the spring 
and they have like an eastery bathroom feel uh, yeah, it's or true. a or a wintry bathroom feel. Yeah. They, they change their hand soap with the season. Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> Although I did love the uh the cranberry hand soap that she would put out at Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. You're saying I gotta get pumpkin spice scented hand soap? Oh, I'm not saying you gotta do anything. I'm just saying there are folks. Yeah. There are folks whose bathroom also changes with the season. I kinda thought it was for the freaky people. Uh, yeah, I mean like hey baby, yeah. I used the pumpkin spice toilet paper tonight. You wanna What is that? Oh you want oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. That's what I'm saying. Oh. Yeah, you know now what I'm saying. Oh. I think that's what it's for. Again, they don't want a lot of flavor <laughs> no. in that category. <laughs> the best. Seven hits FM, Soper and Brown Show. I did uh, find what Daryl was talking about. He dropped off a care package for the yeah. team here. Uh, Chocolate-covered pumpkin spice pecans. Oh. Pecans. 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 Uh, so <laughs> I think that unless there's other pumpkin flavored things, which, which is there possible, may be, yeah, uh, that was that was the one he was talking about. I also just had a peanut butter O Henry for breakfast. Not a boy. So let me tell you, you feeling good? Breakfast of champions. Yeah, no. I'm kidding. actually staring down the barrel of having a second one because there's I don't a know. second one. In I there. might, dude. I might. This is uh, this wild. is something. Yeah. Okay. All right. It is what we think it. Yeah. So there's there's like a mystery gift in here that Daryl included. And we had to ask what it was. We, but our guess was correct. Uh huh. Do I say what? I think so. We have a blow gun with darts included. A blow dart gun. Like like a. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 And if the police are listening, we don't have that. We definitely don't have that. No. What do we do with it? Why? Test it. Yeah. We should test hey, it. Hey John. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> Tim. Try. Maybe see if we can like. Can we blow one and make it stick into the yeah, wall? Let's there? give it a try. All right. Yeah, we'll give it a try in a little bit. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. Rapid fire questions coming up. You want to get some questions in? 977-977. We'll get after it shortly. Silver and Brown, 977. It's FM. Let's fire it. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> All 977-977. You can get your text in. It's your part of the show. Where do you want to start here, Carl? Start with this one from our buddy uh, Trevor. He's with uh, the uh, Sons of Butcher, of ah, course. Uh, Trev. Desires. Trev has helped us out the show a ton. I uh, said, how do you feel about using cooler ice for cocktails? I think it's a savage move. Do you? Yeah. Depends if I'm camping or not. Yeah? Yeah. Depends how limited my ice selection is. Yeah, look, if if, if it's if it, your only option. If it's my cooler, I don't care. No? But I'm not going I'm not dipping hand into the communal to to, to no? throw in. No. But for my own cooler, like if it's just Chelsea and I's cooler, would I grab a handful of ice out of there to make a Caesar while I'm camping? Yeah, I'd do it. I think it's a savage move. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Should have a little savage. <laughs> I like to have savagery in you. I like ice in there and then a second bag of ice for drinks. Yeah, I mean Preferably. That's, I mean that's great for day one. Yeah. And well, yeah, I mean, things get weird. Yeah, yeah. No, that's totally fair. I'm such an ice in my drinks guy, though. Oh, yeah. I love ice in like just in anything I'm drinking, not like a beer or whatever, but yeah. you know, else. yeah, cup, it, just a cup of water. I want ice in it. Really? Yes. I'm so rarely an ice in my drinks person. That's why I bring a bag of ice to your house every yeah. time I come there. Yeah. You don't have enough. Yeah. 
No, it's true. We're just I, we bring a bag of ice. Yeah, we're not Chelsea, a nice family. Chelsea used to be used to think I was weird because I was always ice in my beverages, yeah. always, always, always. And now every time I go, she's like, "Can you grab a, like a bag of like gas station?" We have our trays. We have like a four tray, you know, rotating sure. thing. But sure. we always have like a bag of gas station ice in the really? fridge. Yeah, always. You're right a four now. tray household. Yeah, we're four a- tray household plus a bag. Oh. We're what? a two tray house. Two household. trays. Two trays. What are you doing? Not using ice all that much. Oh my god! Honestly, it's like bourbons. If I'm making a, an old fashioned, Just, or if I'm making Chelsea gin, that's wait, about it. If you need a lukewarm lemonade, you know where to go. Yeah. Camp Soper. <laughs> uh, another one from Trevier is a second part to that question. How do you feel about stirring a cocktail with your finger? Again, I think it's a savage move. Is it your own drink? If it's your own drink, it's okay. Even that, I think it's savage. I Have a little your, class. Why? I think we should have a little class in our lives. Wow. This is where he draws the line. Even a spoon? You're talking about eating pumpkin ass a minute ago, and now you're talking about- I didn't say I was. <laughs> I said I think that's what the toilet paper is made for. <laughs> I think that's what it's made for. <laughs> would I try? Maybe I would. Uh-huh. I think it's savage. Let's go with this one from Laura. You are hosting a dinner party. You can only serve food that starts with the first letter of your name. What is on the menu? I need an Ooh. appy, a main, and a dessert. Okay. For a- so M. Appy, I'm going to go with the charcuterie board. Oh, you're so lucky. I got the C, not a K, oh, so I get a little easier here. so lucky. What's a good appetizer that starts with an M? I'm struggling to think of menus right now. Muscles. Muscles? Yeah. You mussels and like a white wine and garlic sauce. Okay, sure. Sure, I'll go with mussels. You're welcome. Uh, thank you. <laughs> um, how about a dessert? I'm trying to think of a main that starts yeah. with, a, with, a, with a C. I gotta do some Googling here. <laughs> uh, chicken. Chicken? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess it's just chicken. And then we're doing a creme brulee for, uh, for dessert. Oh, that's good. There's yeah. my three. That's good. Charcuterie, chicken, creme brulee. I... I'm like, I can't think of words that start with the letter M right now. Mud pie. Mud pie? <laughs> For dessert. Mud pie? Yeah. Oh, mac and cheese. There you go. Mac and cheese, like a fancy mac and cheese? Uh-huh. That can be- So, muscles, mac and cheese, oh. mud pie. Ah. Oh. Sounds like a math equation, not a not a dinner. No one's coming to my restaurant. Mots, no Matzah sticks. There you Ooh, go. Okay, matzah uh, sticks. Well, you, you, are you changing up now? Yes, yes, yeah. I am. The muscles is terrible. It's just what? I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> What you got? Uh, what you get? Is, although matzo sticks and mac and cheese, heavy dinner. <laughs> Holy results in yeah mud pie. Don't worry, I got pumpkin spice toilet paper in the bathroom. Lots of it. You'll be okay. No one uses it. JJ Wild, Silver and Brown, ninety seven seven hits FM uh, during rapid fire questions. Somebody said you're sir, you're having a dinner party mm-hmm. and you can only serve things that start with the first letter yeah. of your name. That was from Laura. I struggled yes. uh, just to remember food in general. <laughs> what are foods? Uh, matzo sticks was the right call for me. Yeah. I can't think of another M food other than mac and cheese. <laughs> I can't. So you know matzo mac and then like oh. uh, a very heavy, well, like, you know, like the big chocolate uh, cake dessert, like yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'll do marzipan. Marzipan. That's going to be my dessert. Uh-huh. Terrible. Uh, somebody wanted to give you extra points. Yes. Because your dessert was creme brulee. Yeah. Said extra points to Brown for getting the CB on the desserts. That's right. Look at you working. Somebody said, how did you miss out on calamari as the appetizer, Ooh, though? Good. Yeah. I don't know. Charcuterie plate. 
Yeah, no, the charcuterie board there. or whatever. Still good, yeah. That's that makes a ton of sense. Somebody said, "How do you skip meatloaf?" Oh, okay. A little mat loaf. Little mat. That sounds. That sounds. Yeah. Not good. It's some, somewhere between meatloaf and matlock. Matloaf. Nirvana ghosts are legit. Legit. Sexy Chris. That, Gretzky Chris. That was, uh, yeah, legit. That was actually. So we do have it in rotation. It is, yeah. Every once in a while. Yeah. Uh, another text, BLB, mm-hmm. said, charcuterie board, also a CB. Yeah, that's right. Your appy and your dessert are CBs. I'm the best at this. Can we do a dinner? <laughs> yeah, you could, yeah. Something charbroil. Cordon Bleu? Yeah. There you go. Oh, my Charcuterie God. board, Cordon Bleu, creme brulee. Very fancy, too. Uh, honestly, yeah. upscale? Yeah. Wow. Look at that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. We call it a James Cordon Bleu. Don't ask what's in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got an email after the show yesterday uh, from one of our regular listeners, Aldo, in Toronto. Yeah. And... Uh, I discussed on the show that uh, a fantasy pool that I've been in, it would have been going into my, my 12th year, a fantasy football pool. It's been going around for 20 years. It has, has existed for 20 years. I was going into season 12 for myself. Uh, went kaput over the weekend. Uh, the commissioner's got a new job. There's a lot of people who are, it's one of those things. People have responsibilities. The draft was becoming a, a tougher thing to manage. And so it ended. And I said, you know, I'm kind of sad. There's a lot of guys that I know in this league, and Long I kind of know them through this league. And there's a... <clears throat> Excuse me, a sense of history. I'm not crying, getting man. no. I'm not okay. getting choked up. I Holy. got some coffee in my throat here. Wow. Aldo sent me an email. He said, "Listen to the podcast today, and I feel for you, bud. I am in an Italian Serie A soccer pool, and this year we started our 24th season. Whoa. If it were to fold, I'd be crushed. 24 seasons. Could you even see Serie A in like 1998 on television yeah, in Ontario?" Really? Was anyone? T- was did anybody have that? How do you can? Because now it's like it's pretty easy to watch just about anything. Yeah. How did things you things like Dazzin and whatever? How did you watch? At was the was what like did old school like the score have it or something like that? Like was, was the score isn't even a thing? That wasn't even a thing in that. Yeah, you're probably right. How you, did you consume it? VHS tapes sent across the. <laughs> Sent across the Atlantic. Do you like, just read everything in the newspaper the yeah, next day and tally it? it up like that? Yeah, I'm trying to think of you know I'm trying to think of the uh, you know the the page of scores and stuff, and I'm like, was was serious? Were serious scores even in the paper? Widely available? I mean, 98. Even the internet this, is like, like its infancy a little bit. You could follow it, I'm sure. For but anybody like, who doesn't you know pay attention to yeah. soccer, like this is like a big league, but it's still sure. very niche. In terms of like North American yeah. interest and, and finding results in games and yeah. stuff, yeah, yeah. Man, that is really yeah, I don't because fantasy football and like and fantasy hockey, yeah. it used to be like you'd fax things and sure. like a lot of people kept notes by hand yeah, before yeah. you know we came it, it really to came you out. know the age of the internet's helped us tremendously in terms of you know what fantasy sport. You actually reminded me of something Did I? you said um, the the VHS there. Mm-hmm. So one of my first bosses yeah. in radio. He, uh, this was in, where was he? So it, it was in British Columbia. And yeah, this he, Castlegar he, or Prince he George? Grow, he did grow up there. Yeah. Uh, this was actually, um, this would have been the first job I had with him. Would have been, actually it was Squamish. Do you, do you remember Murray Brookshaw? Yeah, I do, yes. Okay, yep. so Murray. I'm talking yep. about Murray here. Yep. Uh, he's a big Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Mm-hmm. Huge Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Uh, was as a kid. And so... 
he well, he told me growing up in BC, Steelers games weren't super widely available. Oh no, I mean we used to get one or two games a week before like the advent of you know Sunday mo- tickets. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And even even before that, like I used to, I was helping my dad adjust the antenna to try and get Como from Seattle to watch the Seahawks get yeah. punked by Oakland. Like, and that was all we got. Luckily, because you're in B.C., you got every Seahawks game. Yeah. But if you're in B.C. And you were looking for out-of-market stuff in the 80s, even the early 90s, very difficult outside of, like, Monday Night Football. You're just watching What's the there? game of the week. Yeah. So he said, I never got to see Steelers games. So I said, one time we went on vacation, and we went on vacation to Halifax. Mm-hmm. And somehow... We met a guy, he said he was about nine years old. Mm -hmm. Somehow we met a guy who was also a huge Steelers fan. Right. And happened to have a setup, I guess. Yeah. Where he got to watch every Steelers game. I think he may have had some illegal satellite or something. Yeah. Where he got every single Steelers game. Yeah. So they get to talking, and Murray, who again at the time is nine years old. Is telling him he's such a huge Steelers fan, but he doesn't get to watch the games. Yeah. This guy says, how about this? Every week, I will record uh-huh. the Steelers games on VHS, Yeah. and I will mail them to you. <laughs> I will express mail them to you yeah. if you, you know, I'll make a deal with your dad sure. uh, you know, for some money or whatnot. Yeah. I will express mail them to you. Oh, my God. And you'll get to watch the game. Nine-year-old Murray. Sitting down. The didn't, VHS. Didn't watch any football on Sunday, stayed away from the results, yeah. and waited until the VHS came in on like a Wednesday. Oh my God. And sat down and watched it. Unbelievable. And, and that's how we watched Steelers games, he said, for like four years. You talk about dedication. Yeah. A random guy that he found on like a family trip. Yeah. And and th- like, how about this guy who's yeah. like, you know what, kid? I got your back. And he said, I would have killed for something like this. Yeah. And I would have, you know, and I'd love to be able to pay it forward for yeah. a fellow Steelers fan. How good is that? Insane. That's the good part of that. You know, we talk about the bad side of sports fandom yeah. all the time. There's the good side. Right? That's the good stuff right there. That I, sense of community that sometimes rears its head. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. That's really cool. I could not believe it. <laughs> And so, so then growing up, he went to, uh, he he uh, took him to a Steelers game one time, like yeah. Murray yeah. took him to a Steelers took game one time. Took that guy to a Steelers yeah. game, yeah, nice. Said, let's meet in Pittsburgh, I'll take you to a Steelers game, and, and wow. yeah. And so, like, that's how his, like, a fandom really friendship. grew. friendship. Isn't that crazy? That is so cool. Yeah, as you, I completely forgot about that story until yeah. you said, what, you send VHS tapes? Like, Wait, I know a guy. I know. <laughs> I know a guy who did that. That was his sport yeah. consumption. That was it, man. And here we are, yeah. you know. Squirreling about what we pay for Dazzin on a yeah. on a on a yearly basis. <laughs> Nine year olds that don't <laughs> wait for VHS tapes <laughs> to show up from Halifax. <laughs> Holy! So from Brown ninety seven seven hits FM, we're just uh, talking about the diehard ways sports yeah. fans consume sports. And yep. An old boss of mine who had VHSs shipped to him, and he'd stay away from results. Uh, uh, text message came in and said, "Boys, I used to just drive somewhere to try to catch the Bills game on the radio. I didn't have time or right. uh, TV at the time, so I would just drive somewhere and then would just try and listen to it. And if the signal wasn't good, I would drive until the signal was good." Do you remember the days of uh, finding the channel that a wrestling pay per view was on? Yeah, and like just watching the scramble vision but listening to what was going on yeah. Oh, yeah. and hoping for like a moment of clarity of, of the picture absolutely hoping the wind would shift that yeah. day yeah i stuff always you do. 
I try to explain to my kids yeah. how you good no they have it. In terms of the access of information everything. and anything you want to see. Everything. As, I, as you and I will be sitting down to watch a pay-per-view from the ease of our couch yeah. and didn't have to go to our local uh, video store and rent a box to put on top of our <laughs> television and hook our cable special into. I remember there was, growing up, there was like this... Um, TV or uh, pardon me, phone number you could call and it would give you all the wrestling uh-huh. uh, updates and like information. It was like a one eight hundred number, right? And I forget what it was called, but like you would call it once a week, yeah. And it would give you the updates on <laughs> WWF, yeah. WCW, who was moving whatever. around, yeah. The, results, the news because there was no internet, yeah. right? Like it wasn't like oh, I'll go to whatever dot com, sure, yeah. It was like no, I I would call. And be like, oh, and you'd listen in. Like, okay, yeah, okay, okay. There we go. And I remember thinking, I don't, I don't even know if it costs money. <laughs> I don't remember if it did. My parents just got charged for it. Oops. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, as you mentioned, uh, the uh, Daryl package, the incredibly generous package that Daryl dropped off here, uh, included a uh, a blow dart yeah. gun. Yeah. If you'd like to see video of it in action. Uh, at Soper Radio, at Carl Brown 977 oh, over on Instagram. We just uh, we just posted up a little video there. And, uh, well, you can see its efficiency. See if it works. It's a pretty good little thing. Yeah. I'll tell you. It's ya. a neat little toy. Yeah. Yeah. I think we got John in here. It's a threat. Like, it's a viable threat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, it's not. No. I don't want to get it confidence. Right, 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 right. Anyways, machine's coming up. Less than 10 minutes. Nine zero five six eight two nine seven nine seven. Give that machine a call anytime. Let's start with uh, something we were talking about yesterday. We were talking about the pumpkin, the guy breaking a world record oh, yeah. for uh, going the furthest in a pumpkin boat. Thirty-eight miles down the Missouri River in a hollowed-out pumpkin. We also talked about an event that happens in Port Hope, and this person wanted to give us some more information. Hey, guys, my name's Paul. Regarding the float your fanny down the Ganny race, I've done it four times in canoes and in bathtubs. And the reason it's in April is because that's when the big flood was in 1978 that washed out most of the town and put cars and stuff into the river. Okay. 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 A little history to it. Yeah. Very neat. So, yeah, Port Hope, they just, in every April, float down the river. And and you and I were saying yesterday, to do a river float in April seems, uh, yeah, cold, like you're, you know... It, there's no guarantee what kind of weather you're looking at in April. Yeah. It's a bit of a mixed bag. Yeah, so that makes a ton more sense. Yes, it appreci- does. Appreciate that heads up. Okay, somebody wanted to drop down to Clip It. Clip It, Carl Singen at 11.40, Monday. <laughs> so, Carl Singing. 11.40? Yeah. I mean, we're done at 10. Exactly. And is so, there a promo that ran or something? Well, this is what I thought, okay? It's like, it's probably a promo. Probably, well, I'll go back and listen just to be safe, and then- Ash gets on air. Uh-huh. She does a break. Right. And it goes into the song. And I'm thinking, what is this guy talking about? I don't understand. And then it dawns on me because this song was playing. <laughs> I don't want You said yesterday. Somebody asked in rapid fire just after nine o'clock that uh, they thought the it sounds like it sounds like you're singing. Maybe tomorrow, the Littlest Hobo theme, that closes the show, which you're not. Um, It's the song from the program on CBC for all those years. And somebody asked, what song on the station does it sound like Carl singing? And I said, a lot of people say that my voice sounds like the guy in July Talk. 
<laughs> and, and so that's that's the joke he that, was making. Say 1140, me singing. Uh, that's got, pretty funny. You got us. It's pretty funny. There's me. Yeah, that's you. That's me. <laughs> Come on. Water, hey. <laughs> that's pretty good. Well played, sir. Well played. Yeah. Uh, okay, a lot of talk about Sugar Crisp on the show yesterday. <laughs> Boys, Mudcat Jer here. Just wanted to touch base a little bit on the uh, Sugar Crisp tip. Uh, <laughs> I, too, do get that uh, Sugar Crisp tip every now and then. <laughs> I kind of realized that it's usually around when I'm drinking a lot of coffee. I uh, I once had a job kind of like Carl where I was at a desk and I, mm-hmm. I used to drink copious amounts of coffee. That sh- Unfortunately, it now it cut out yeah. his message. Oh. I don't know where he was going with it. Right. Because then this. Thanks, boys. <laughs> it was a classic cut yeah. out in this. But either way, he attributes it to a yeah. ton of coffee. He Depending does. on what you're putting in your coffee yeah. too, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll drink a lot of coffee, but I've I've eliminated sugar from the coffee. Yeah, you just a, you're a cream guy. Yeah. So yeah. I, I had mentioned that sometimes my pee smells, and this is like once every two months. Yeah. It resembles what in my memory is sugar crisp, and you had mentioned well it could be high uh, blood pressure. Yeah, a little or, high or high fructose, high, high fructose in your uh, in your blood. Yeah, your yeah. Ki- your kidneys are releasing blood more sugar. fructose yeah. because you got too much sugar in your system and there was lots of people saying i've had that happen too so maybe we need to be more careful and maybe Maybe. we need to get it checked out i don't know maybe but either way i was very surprised other people had the same yeah man same thing going on okay we had a dad uh, who wanted to call the machine so the other night i was telling jokes to my daughter and this is the response that i got Daddy, you're not funny. People just laugh at your jokes to make you happy. I'm still surprised that you're not an America doesn't have talent. <laughs> oh, uh, join the club, pal. Daughter, coming in with a <laughs> roast. Owned him. In terms of the people just laughing to make you happy, that's nah, okay. <laughs> we all we all get there. <laughs> okay, we're gonna finish with another call about the boat races. Right. And or this are anything but a boat pitch. Yeah, mm-hmm. we want to start an event where we need some body of water, uh-huh. and you show up. It, it's kind of like the um, best to do this on a private property. Yes, this with is probably little to no promotion. Probably highly illegal. But you know, people will show up to go kart races in these wild things that they built. Yeah, okay. Well, we want to do that, but boats. Yeah. You show up, and you have to float on the water in anything that isn't an actual boat. Right. There was a lot of logistics, but wait for it. Pigeon Mike is here to save the day. Soper. Hello, hello. Brownie. Yeah, where are you now? Regarding the anything but a boat race, Pigeon Mike here, and I am a certified lifeguard willing to volunteer. Yes. There we go. So now we have a certified okay. lifeguard. Okay. I did also get a message from Guitar Dude. So yeah. if you need a Bunny the Lifeguard, uh, a la Chris Pontius from Jackass, yeah. I'm your man. Okay. So there we go. We've got a couple. At least Mike's certified. And of course, we can put Guitar Dude in the bunny suit just for the hell of it. Okay. Yeah. We're 10% so that's, of the way there. That's a start. Yeah. We are 10% of the way. Certified lifeguards. Next. Location. Yeah. Next secret group chat. Yes. To sort this out. 905-682-9797. You call the machine anytime. The Silver and Brown Show. The Silver and Brown Show. 977 hits FM. All right, 740. You can text the show, 977-977. 
Did you see the story of the um, the emotional support alligator? What? No. You haven't seen this? No. So, I know that um, obviously, like, there's emotional support dogs and whatnot, and yeah. all these things. These are all great. I'm not. You see making, him out there with the little vest on. Yeah, I'm not making fun of any of these in any way. But over the last little bit, mm-hmm. the last few years, five years maybe, there's been more and more stories of like different types of emotional support animals you've seen people right? try and get on planes with certain things yeah like there was wasn't there the story of the is a donkey or a peacock on a plane recently Do you I think remember? it was a peacock that, yeah a i peacock, remember somebody right? getting denied entry to a flight with that's, a peacock that's what yeah. it was right yeah that sounds familiar yeah so that's yeah that which up until now i think was the most bizarre that i had I seen. think that was up there yeah right yeah sure but this guy is, there's a guy here, he's going viral for his emotional support alligator. <laughs> he's and, got an emotional gator? And I I thought this was a joke at first, but it appears to be a legitimate thing and okay. a legitimate business that this guy is running. Um, this is in Philadelphia. You know, that's not where I would have picked. No? For somebody to have a... Emotional I support. Had you guess, yeah. yeah, I thought we, you know, traditional gator territory, Florida. Uh, the reptile is not a wild beast. Louisiana. Emo- emotional support animal. Uh, Philadelphia man runs several social media accounts documenting his loving relationship with the alligator. Ooh, here we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I should have made you guess where it is, but okay, what is the name of the alligator? Uh, he's in Philly, you said. Philadelphia, yes. Philly is known for their sports fans, so I think it's going to be something sports-related. Yeah. I'm going to say he called the alligator Allen. Allen. As in Iverson. Allen Iverson. Yeah. I thought you were going to go Philadelphia Eagles for yeah. sure. Allen the alligator. Yeah. There's yeah, a nice alliteration yeah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. I thought you were going to guess Carson. Maybe he was like a Carson Wentz guy. <laughs> right? Maybe. That's what I thought. Donovan. Or maybe uh, what, was, what was Nick Foles' nickname? <laughs> <laughs> you have to look that up. I thought... Um, uh, Alan, the alliterator alligator, would be the uh, way to go. Uh, Wally, the alligator. Wally. Wally. You know what? Gator mating season. It's not that far off. Uh, He uh, took the, uh, I I think this was at a zoo. If I'm not mistaken, he brought it to a zoo, which, oh, God, okay, we're going to have to look this up Mm -hmm. and see if it is a zoo, because that seems problematic. To take an, an alligator to a zoo. I've got the story in front of me here. It doesn't appear to be a zoo. It looks like a it looks like a public park. Okay, there we go. Okay, like park. a like a splash pad. Okay, you know where like a splash pad where kids would there go. There we go. Cool oh, there up? it is. Yeah, yeah. Yes, there it is. Water like spray spl- fountain. Yeah, it looks yeah, like yeah, a splash yeah. pad. So he brought it. His name is Joey Henny, um, and he has it on leash. Yeah, it has like a harness, like you would put on a dog. Yeah, and it visitors were greeting it, taking pictures, and he was just letting it wander through the water that was being sprayed up by the fountains. Look at that. He says, he's just lovable. He sleeps with me, steals my pillows, steals my blankets. He's just awesome. (laughs) He's different than any gator I've dealt with in the past 30 years. So this guy's got a history of handling alligators. Doesn't show anger, doesn't show aggression, and hasn't since the day he was caught. We could never understand why. The alligator has provided comfort for him. As he has undergone radiation treatments for cancer. <laughs> he said most people who see Wally are excited and happy to see him. Yeah. 
He isn't concerned about the possibility of the alligator biting somebody. Wally is the only gator that I've been around that refuses to bite. It's mind-boggling and very hard to believe. Very weird. But I've never seen it happen. Uh, look, you're not flying with it, right? Yeah. So, yeah, could where's, you? Where's the harm? Could you? No, I don't think so. If he is a so. registered emotional support animal, I don't think you can fly with it. No. No, I think there's still there's still regulations on what you can bring, like on the plane. Unless yeah. you know, do you put him in the thing under the seat? Like, he, like he's does he get a little crate under the seat? That'd be a hell of a crate. Oh yeah, you need a guitar case for this thing. He's huge. A guitar case. Well, and the other issue too is like you know how dogs they'll um they'll sometimes put them in kennels and put them mm-hmm. like with the luggage. Would that potentially can't do that with him? Well, would yeah. it screw up you know his calmness that he obviously has? Well, and it's very cold down there. Mm, it's cold, and yes. gators aren't don't do well in the cold. Yeah, yeah. Good point. So I don't think he could, but. You know, if he's just your around-the-house emotional support gator, you got him on a, a leash, a harness, I guess. Sleeping in the bed with him steals my... P- <laughs> you're just going to, like... You're in the bed? You're you just going to... Steal a gator in the you're bed? You're going to spoon an alligator? Man. My God. That is something. Either way, says yeah. never bit anybody, never going to... It's just... should have called him Alan. Seen it. Alan? Right, it's right there. <laughs> it was right there for you? Yeah. This is the weirdest, no doubt in my mind. Yeah, that's up there. But It's also one of the weirdest animals I've ever seen on a harness. Yeah? Yeah, it's up there. Do we rank that next? I'm just joking. <laughs> it's Tom Petty, Soper and Brown. Ladies and Monster Truck. Soper and Brown, 97.7 Hits FM. People are very excited about Wally the Gator. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, and I got a note here from uh, our listener, Greg, and he said, uh, Wally Gator. That was an old Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Oh, really? Yeah. Remember this guy? Oh. This little dude? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. you look it up, I think you'd recognize yeah, if you just the look picture. Up, yeah, Wally Gator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd recognize the picture. Either way, emotional support alligator. Not something I thought we'd have in this world, but apparently the yeah. most well-trained, lovable alligator you've ever seen. Do we have time for that story regarding the harness and the strip club that's just been texted in? Oh, my God. I didn't see Do we have time for yeah, that? Yeah, go. Yeah. Talking about animals on a harness. This text comes in from Jason. Past weekend was a buddy's bachelor party held at a fine gentleman's establishment. The ladies of the stage proceeded to strip said bachelor down to his birthday suit and led him around the club on his hands and knees oh. whilst getting the leather from his own belt. His father, future father-in-law, and grandfather... All in attendance. Oh, my God. This is one of the worst things I've ever witnessed. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, you just going to point where you feel bad? I think so. Right? Yeah. Kind of funny at first. Like, ah, look at Paul. Hey, uh, yeah, right. got, let got him a, up. I got a ball gag on him. Yeah, let him up. But, man, like 20 minutes worth of it? Maybe he asked for it. I guess. <laughs> I the way know. this guy, the way this guy is explaining it, it sounds like it was a sad scene. Right, but at some point you put the brakes on, don't you? If you're the groom, potentially. Well, I don't know. Wouldn't you? Maybe you don't think you have the power. Clearly you had taken away from him. Yeah. Stripped away from him. <laughs> wow. Uh, he okay. may have discovered a new kink and he's got to get married next week. Yeah, maybe. Oh, jeez. Look, honey, <laughs> this is going to sound weird. <laughs> I got something I want to try. <laughs> to each their own, to each their own. Uh, in a few minutes, I have, mm-hmm. and so we haven't done this in a little bit. Oh, yeah? I got a round of, do we have to feel bad? Oh, one of my favorite games. I got a story. Carl Brown, can we put a kink in your armor? 
Is it possible that I can make you super soft? Oh. Anyways, do we have to feel bad coming up? The Soper and Brown Show. 97.7 Hits FM. Yeah, that was a good clipping in there. That was that was my fault. <laughs> also, I said kink in the armor. I meant to say chink in the armor, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you kink a hose. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I just got, I got mixed up. Mixed Sorry. up. You can kink my armor. <laughs> Anytime. Well, we started hearing the strip club stories, and oh, I think yeah. it just the kink was the kink was on the brain. Yeah, I think honestly, <laughs> that's the name of my autobiography. Kink on the brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Carl. It's time for another round of. Do we have to feel bad? All right. Let's go. Where are we off to? We're going to Ghana. Ghana. Going to Ghana. We were in Ghana last week for something, weren't we? We were, yeah. yeah. Again, I'm going to give you a story here. Mm-hmm. First uh, 10 votes, including Carl, you'll be one of them. First 10 votes, decide if we have to feel bad. Okay. This is a safe space, yep. okay? I'm going to give you the story. All right. And I'm going to give you all the details, and you, you're going to tell me honestly, do we have to feel bad or... Can we just give it a pass and go, you know what? Something bad may have happened, but that's your fault, pal. I think it's a little music. No, not bad, Make right? me feel at home. Okay. Going to Ghana. Ghana. Where a man recently broke into a zoo. It's off to a tough start. He climbed a 10-foot fence. Yep. And then a 20-foot fence. Wow. In order to get into the lion enclosure. And from there... In the lion enclosure was a mother and two rare white lion cubs. Uh-huh. His idea? Steal the cubs. I'm going to take the cubs. They're yeah. worth a lot of money. I bet they are. This was in the middle of the night. Sure. I don't know if you know this about lions and lionesses. They often hunt at night. And they're also very protective yes, of their sir. own. What do you think happened to this man? I'm assuming he didn't make it out of that enclosure. He got attacked, killed, mauled, and eaten. Yeah. Oh, sorry, hold on. That was, that was premature. I was premature. I haven't got your answer yet. This is... Attacked, mauled, and eaten while attempting to steal the lioness or the, the lion cubs. Yeah. Hold on. Let me let yeah. me go forward a little bit more. Okay, here. sure. Um, the cub's mother saw what was going on, attacked, killed. The zoo has released a statement saying, the lions have cubs, so if you come too close, they may feel you're trying to take away their babies, right. and something drastic may happen. Yeah. We asked the public to refrain from doing anything like this, end quote. Well, now the 10 and 20 foot fences should have been all you needed to tell the public. You would think. Right? This is um, maybe one of the easiest do we have to feel bads you've ever pitched my way. Are you're, you're prepared and ready to make your judgment? I will lay down a judgment here, and I don't feel bad at all. At all. Not even like Not even a 1%. Now, my next question would be, and maybe this is too intense. Are you a little happy? I don't know about happy, but I mean, nature took its course. Yeah. Like, this is, if you threaten a mother with two new babies in an enclosure where you are now a very unnatural presence in it at night, which is typically, you know, if they were in the wild, they're hunting and feeding time. You, buddy, you got what you're asking for here. Here's my next question. If you are the parents of this man, 
how do you even well, I mean, have a funeral for this guy? <laughs> oh, like, honestly. Closed casket. Yeah, well, that part, um, yes. yes. Yeah. But, uh, like, I, if this he, is your kid, yeah. I know you love your kid. Sure. But, yeah. damn, would I be pissed off. <laughs> If one of my kids climbed into a lion enclosure with the idea to steal some rare clubs and got eaten. Yeah. May I say, the man obviously had some talent, though. Got over a 10-foot and 20-foot oh, fence yeah. to get into the enclosure. There was perhaps some kind of a natural talent there that could have been exposed for better purposes other than stealing lion cubs. I'll tell you this. The question is coming in. People are asking, did the lion uh, nest get put down? Did the lion get put down? I hope not. The answer? It did not. No. What could you do? Play stupid games, win stupid prizes. Went in there with malicious intent. Yeah. You get what you get. Eaten. Yes, in this case, eaten. It's Five Finger Death Punch called Afterlife, 97.7 Hits FM. It is the Soper and Brown Show. There's still multiple people chiming in saying the guy who was attacked and killed by a lion. That's right. After climbing a... 10 and 20 foot fence in an mm-hmm. attempt to steal cubs. Uh, nobody, nobody cares, feels bad. A lot of people actually excited. Yeah. <laughs> and if you asking a great question, which we didn't bring up, say you were able to secure the two cubs. Mm-hmm. What was your plan to get back over the 20 and 10 foot fences with the cubs? That's a great question. You throw them in a, in a sack and hope for the best. Like That's a great question. Yeah, the exit route I don't think was well planned out there. An act of desperation. Yeah, but I understand desperation can make you do uh-huh. some things, sure. right? Yeah. Climbing a 10 and 20 foot fence goes far beyond desperation. Which fence would you have woken up at and gone, you know what? Ooh. I don't think this is the right move for me. You get over that first one. You know the first one and go, oh, I'm in. Oh, another one to go. Halfway up the 20 footer. What am I really doing here? <laughs> what am I doing with my what life? What am I really doing? Yeah, there's not one person who has said we vote the other way, so we do not feel bad. Um, Judgment has been rendered. That's uh, that's the way it goes until next time on Do We Have to Feel Bad. Now, Carl Brown. Yes. You said to me off air, you want to bring something to the table. Well, yeah. You know, you and I love to uh, we love to plan ahead. We love to try and see what's going to be on the horizon. Future problems. Maybe have a solution in place. I need my Carl Brown, the science guy. 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 Now, you and and I have... Go ahead, sir. I was going to say, next time, could you be, like, like really cool? Be like, Matt, hit my music. Hit my music. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Give me me one of those next time. Like Shawn Michaels in the 90s. Hit my music. Yeah, something like that. So we talk all the time about, uh, you know, you get these headlines, oh, a massive asteroid will pass by Earth, and you find out it's actually like, oh, it's on the other side of the moon, and you can't even see it, and it's absolutely no risk, and those always drive us nuts, right? But this time, uh, NASA is taking a bit of initiative, a rather expensive initiative, but I think good, uh, preparing for an Armageddon-like mission. They are going to crash an unmanned spacecraft into an asteroid, and the public can watch it live. Whoa, we can watch it? It's going to be a way to watch it. Okay, that is cool. So asteroids, obviously, they said they get, you know, in the path, I guess, of of Earth, but not, you know, with any kind of direct contact. 
And there's been some renewed interest in the what do we do if, you know, that worst-case scenario comes to plan. The Armageddon scenario. NASA's going to test out this scenario. The Space Agency's Double Asteroid Redirection Test, or DART. Well, nice. Mm. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, the DART will crash into the asteroid Dimorphos, which orbits a larger asteroid named Didymus. Next month, scientists say neither one is headed towards Earth, uh, but Dimorphos, an estimated 520 feet long, is an asteroid that could cause significant damage if it were to hit Earth. Regardless of the outcome, the mission is going to give astronomers and scientists some data on what the response would be if, potentially, an asteroid is on the collision course. No threat currently exists, but we don't want to be in a situation where an asteroid is headed and we're just starting to test the capability. We want to know both how the spacecraft works and what the reaction will be before we get to that situation. So are they going to explode it? I guess that's the idea. Yeah. They're going to, the whole, it's a blow it to smithereens? Yeah, or at least knock it off course. I think more so. More so than, more so than like, like dig in and go full, you know, rock hound and the crew on the uh, Armageddon. I think they want to see if they can knock this thing off course. Alter the course of it be cooler if they were going to blow it up that would be cooler but i suppose creating lots of small asteroids from the one that you're just dealing with right now is also bad that seems like a tomorrow problem <laughs> well that's the idea they're addressing a tomorrow problem mm. with this yeah based on the acronym here the double asteroid redirection test redirection i think being the uh, uh the word you're looking for there but it's kind of cool it's still very cool and the fact that we can watch it is badass. At a mere cost of $325 million. <laughs> to watch it? No, not to watch it, to or launch to it. To build it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. That's I mean, a lot of money. You know, we always say insurance is expensive until you need it, so I guess that's kind of one of those scenarios. Does NASA just have, like, a credit card? They just call up these like, companies and go, hey, it's NASA. Yeah. Now we're going to need this part. Yeah. Uh, just bill it to yeah. uh, government. Yeah. <laughs> What do you Gov, do? Gov.com. Yeah. I mean, they have, they have a budget that they have to stick to, and I guess this is one of the projects that they implemented. What do you do? Put, do they put it on card? Yeah, put it on my card. What do you think the yearly budget is for NASA? Well, it's more than $325 million. Yeah, It sure is. Do you have it in front of you? I'm going to look it up right now. Give I have, me, uh, I give have, me. I have fiscal 21. Their budget is $6 billion. 252 bill oh my god yeah was their budget for fiscal 21 to explore things not on our earth <laughs> that's correct wow <laughs> that's a lot of money it sure is bell 25.2 i feel like we got problems on here <laughs> you do you use that money towards yeah. yeah you should redirect maybe a little bit of that here yeah but also we must look up to our impending doom from space. <laughs> Let's see if we can knock this thing off course. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Carl Brown, the science guy. Southern Ontario's best rock and the Silver and Brown Show. Soper and Brown, 977. <laughs> I like the text that said, screw climate change. Yeah. Let's blow up an asteroid. Let's knock this thing off course. Come on. Somebody I, said, this is brilliant, too. They're going to knock it off course right now, and then in a million years, it's going to come back around. Yeah. <laughs> Smash. I do like the idea uh, that we're like, 
Okay, we're going to knock this asteroid off. We're going to spend 325 mm-hmm. minutes. Oh, God, what is that? Is it coming to Earth? Nope. It's no. just in case one ever does come to Earth. <laughs> I guess the idea of hitting something that's not in the direct line, though, is probably the safest way it to do it. It is good to practice. Right? Yeah. It is good to practice. I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're practicing this. But yeah. it's a lot of money. Yes. Especially when the world we're on right now <laughs> yeah. has a lot of problems. Well, you know how budgets are. If you don't spend it, they don't give it to you well, next that's year. That's true, I know. This is why we that, we do that all the time. Yeah. Get it. End of the year, we got money left. What do you do? Uh, Bugs. Buy as many things Tits. as you possibly Backpacks. can. Backpacks. Golf balls. That's why we spent the 200 bucks. Yes. Yeah, so. well, we got to spend it. <laughs> ain't we it have it. it. Ain't getting it again. <laughs> okay, Carl versus the world. Carl Feud, have you been waiting to play uh, 10 minutes or so? Uh, we're going to uh, get to that. Also, a quick reminder the Canadian Blood Services still looking for yeah. donors. We are over 200, which yep. is a great start. Over 200 week one. I got a nice message from uh, Tyler, who's uh, always in the text box, yep. who went and did his first donation yesterday. I got a great uh, great picture of him uh, getting his first uh, his first blood drawn for Canadian Blood Services. So. We need to get to 1,000 to yeah. get a toupee on Carl. We will, he's open to the idea of at least discussing what he might wear, yeah. but we got to get there first. Yeah, we got to hit our goal before yeah. we're talking about styles and all okay. that kind of stuff. Keep yeah. that in mind. Uh, so, what's the app again? Uh, give Blood. Give yeah, Blood. The, yeah, the Give Blood app. The easiest, easiest way to do it to find a clinic close to you, to book an appointment, to move an appointment if you need to. Things like that happen, right? And we found out if it's um, if you haven't donated in over two years, two right? years, I believe that is the makes you a new donor. A new donor in for this, this yeah. case. Yep. Yeah. So please, if you, you can, it. Canadian Blood Services, let's get Carl in a stupid wig. And obviously help yeah, people. Yeah, the, the good part. Yes, that. Yes. And then the entertainment. The wig. The Silver and Brown Show. Some 41, 97, six, FM. I do like somebody texted as we were talking about Canadian Blood Services and mm-hmm. first-time donors. Yeah. And we mentioned that if it's been over two years, that technically, for this, makes you a first-time donor. Yeah. So if you think to yourself, I've already donated, I wouldn't count to the cause. No, no, it will. You will. It will count to the cause. Yep. That's good. And then, of course, anytime you donate blood, it's, it's always good. a yeah. good thing. So regardless of if you can help out yes. the, the toupee cause, please do donate. Great. But this person here said, sweet, after two years, I'm a nude donor. A little talk to text error there. <laughs> they, I don't, Love I don't. It. I've, I've been in there a number of times and donated a number of times. I don't believe they accept nude donations. They don't do nude. Do- no, because you got to sit in the chair that everybody sits in. Okay, but hear me out. They don't put down like a little paper thing for you, like a doctor's office. Should Not we be like picky that. here? Yes. You need the blood. Yeah, you still got to be. Yeah. Yeah. Shorts at what least. What about? Hear me out, Adam and Eve style. I got a leaf over my penis. <laughs> it's more the backside. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where you're on the chair. Um, you know those big, long kind of branches with the l- green, uh, longer leaves that used to, uh, people used to fan? Here's the deal. Like a king? I'll wrap you in a tarp that I find in the basement. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and some string. But I want a hole cut out. <laughs> All right. Okay? Yeah. If that's that's the way to get you to yeah. donate with your condition? Yes. Fine. <laughs> uh, Carl Feud. put a tarp down for you anyways. Carl Feud. Yeah, <laughs> bleed out. Oh. Uh. Carl Feud. Carl versus the world. Do you want to play? No. Got $100 worth of vouchers for the <laughs> Lotto 649 draw. You're playing whether you like it or not. And if you want to battle Carl, I'll leave uh, the room. now is your time to do so. Caller 6 and Caller 9. Let's go. Now. Now. It's time. It's time. For Carl versus the world on 97.7 Hits FM. All 
right, Brown? All right, Derry. You are playing on behalf of Steve and Stoville. Mm-hmm. Hoping you can get the dub today. You uh, Did you take the L yesterday? Did you get the win? No, you took an L, didn't you? Yes. Yes, yes okay. I did. Well, hoping he can make it two losses in a row. We got Ryan and Grimsby. Ryan, good morning, buddy. How you doing? Good morning. How you guys doing? Fantastic, brother. You on your way to work? Are you at work? Uh, I'm at work right now with all the boys. Oh, you want to give all a shout-out to the boys? Yeah, we're, uh, we got Matt here, Josh, and Zoli. All right. Boys, we uh, you've seen Family Feud, I assume? Yep. Okay, so 100 people surveyed, random questions. You're each going to answer the same question. Whoever has the higher-ranked answer gets a point. And first the three wins. And we'll have you answer first for the first one. Make sense? Perfect. Okay, let's do this. First things first, 100 people surveyed. They were asked a simple question, gentlemen. Name me one thing in your house. What was the number one ranked answer? Chair. Did you say chair? Yeah. Okay. Fridge. Fridge. I'll tell you that neither of those made the list. Really? Okay. Back to the uh, drawing board. Ryan, another one. So, uh, TV. TV? Okay. Yeah. Bed. Bed number four on the list. Okay. TV number three on the list. What was number one? Number one, Carl? Yeah. Paper towels. No, it's not. I'm not kidding. <laughs> You're not, you gotta be kidding. Number one on this Name list. Name something in your home. Number one was paper towels. Paper towels. <laughs> Carl's so angry. Number two was toilet paper. Oh, uh, What? <laughs> <laughs> Those are everywhere. Carl, you'll answer first for the next one. Name me something you look forward to at the beginning of summer. Uh, the beach. The beach. Ryan? Uh, I was going to say that. Uh, barbecue? I'll just say this, barbecue, or pardon me, beach was number one on the list. Also, I'm going to say, Ryan, if you can turn down your radio, please. Yep. We got feedback coming here. So, Carl Brown, there you go. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Ryan, you'll answer first for this one. What are things your parents used to tell you not to do when you were younger? Ryan. Don't you put that in your mouth. Put that in your mouth. Candy from strangers. Candy from strangers was number five on the list. Yep. Not putting things in your mouth was number two on the list. Ryan. Uh, number one was don't sit too close to the TV. Uh, number three was uh, cross the road without looking both ways. All right. Yeah. Carl, you need, you'll answer first, and you need yeah. to get this right to get a point. Name something that goes great with a burger other than French fries. Oh, it's a side? Uh, onion rings. Onion rings. Uh, sweet potatoes. Sorry, did you say sweet potatoes? Yeah. Onion rings was number one on the list. Yeah. There you go. Uh, pop or soda was number two on the list. I guess it is the other part of the combo. Salad was number three, and yam fries was number four. There you go. Okay, 2-2. Uh, Ryan, you will answer first. Get this correct. You get the win. Very simple one again. What do you spread on your toast? 100 people surveyed. What was the top answer? Butter. Butter. That was going to be my answer, so I'm going to go jam. I'll tell you guys, you got the one and two answers. One and two. In what order? The number one answer was jam. Yeah, baby. 
Ryan, a hell of an effort, buddy, but I'm sorry we're going to have to cut you loose, pal. All right, take care. Hey, have a good morning, man. Look at you. Got there. A little comeback win, eh? No kidding. Uh, let's bring on Steve and uh, Stoville. Steve. Yeah. Congratulations, buddy. I love winning without having to do anything. Got you covered. H- how did you do, by the way, playing off air? Uh, about 50%. 50%. Right. Well, that's a good thing Carl was playing for you. I, he, thought uh, the butter, I thought the butter thing was sunk me, but... Yeah. Yeah. yeah no jam. You answered second and got the win. $100 worth of vouchers. Lotto 649 draw for tomorrow's draw. We're going to hook you up. Stay in the line and we'll get your information. All right, pal? Thank you, sir. Sober and Brown. Sober and Brown, 977 Hits FM. Congrats to Brown. Got yeah. yourself a win. The things you have in your home, paper yeah. towel being number one on that survey, is in the history of this game that we've played... The worst answer I've ever oh, heard. Really? The yeah. worst? Yeah. It's, it's the gold medal spot. The question was, name something in your home. And the number one answer was paper towel. That means multiple people said it. Yes. Ahead of, like, your bed? Yeah. A couch? A table? I think I might have said TV. Sure. I think that's right. Maybe That would have been acceptable. Yeah. Pa- where would paper towel be on your list? How far would you go? I wouldn't have said it. It's not one thing. I wouldn't have said it. Into the hundreds. Yeah. As, well, I'd have is. to be like going through my mind, uh, uh, spoons. Like, uh, I think I see a paper towel. Like, it would be that. That is one of the worst answers I've ever heard in the history of this game. <laughs> it's got to be near the top. Let's get to rapid fire questions. We've got a gift card for Score Pizza that we're going to be giving you. away. Uh, downtown St. Catharines, where you can get the Hits Pizza. Rapid fire questions. Fire them in. We'll pick a pick the best question. Get them in the draw. Nine seven seven nine seven seven. And we'll do it in about seven minutes. Hits FM. Thank you, Best Soper and Brown. 977 Hits FM. Let's fire. Call me now. Who is this? A huge ass. Is this two people on the line? No, I don't do no party line. <laughs> Rapid fire questions. And it's brought to you by Score Pizza, stone-fired and real fast. You can check out Score Pizza in downtown St. Catharines at St. Paul and James. Order online, scorepizza.ca. See our buddy Stuart down there. And again, best question from today goes into the draw, and we give away a $50 gift card on Friday. Uh, first one here from uh, Lister in Niagara Falls. Can you guys lend me ten will repay it with hugs and kisses. I cannot. I'm sorry. That is... It's a lot of a money. A lot of hugs and kisses to yeah. repay that. I would need, I would need something, a little bit better than the hugs. I'm not, I'm not saying no to the hugs and kisses. With but gonna, with interest. Yeah. Oh boy. And a little something else in there. You'd be hugging me till I'm a senior. Yeah. <laughs> Can I know what you're using the 10k for? Yeah. Is it just like debt relief? Or, ask, you know, right? Oh, totally. I yeah. Do banks ask? You can ask for motivation. Probably. Hmm. 10K. Let me know what you're using it for, and then I'll go from there. <laughs> let me let me know what my investment is. If you could travel back 20 years in time, what is one thing you would tell yourself? The year's 2002. 2002? What do you tell yourself? Yes, that's 20 years ago, Matt. 14-year-old hmm. I missed sober. the 20-year 20 uh, year part. I just heard 2002. If you could travel back 20 years in time. Okay. So that would be the year. Yeah. I would tell myself to become a massive Tampa Bay Lightning fan. That would help. Yeah. I would love to celebrate some wins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be sweet. That would be good. He's probably be a Patriots fan, too. You know, there was a time, and I remember this in, in uh, when I was in high school, 
It was the first Super Bowl that the Patriots won, and I, I really hated the Rams. I hated the Kurt Warner story and the, the amount of people just slobbering over this dude and his really? comeback. Yeah, I, I despise it. I despise. I hate feel good stories. So <laughs> the the Kurt Warner thing was just it had been like in your face. Oh, the greatest show on turf, and then New England came and kind of punched him in the mouth in that Super Bowl and and got a win. And I remember I had one of the NFL 2K games at the time, and I was using the Patriots and just running people over with Corey Dillon. There was a small piece of me right there and then that almost hopped on the wagon. Yeah. And then I kind of got a little disinterested for a couple of years. And then by the time I came back, I don't like being a front runner, so I wasn't jumping on the bus. Yeah. Screw Kurt Warner. (laughs) I will say, 2002, a lot of people here bring up a good point. Uh Buy Bitcoin. And I would say invest in Amazon. There you go. Right? 2002? Yeah, yeah with your 14-year-old dollars in 2002. Well, certainly, Whatever you got. I was I was refereeing and doing a paper route. All yeah. of it. Sure. All, All of it. it. All of it in. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is a pretty good question here. Uh, what is your favorite seasonal activity? So whether it's, you know, is it a pumpkin patch in the fall? Nope. Is it tobogganing in the winter? Yeah, it's up there tulip farm in the spring not even a thought <laughs> what is a seasonal activity that you that you isolate and look forward to i don't this so this doesn't count yeah. i don't think but the first beers on the patio in yeah. summer yeah sure is awesome yeah awesome but i will say cottage trip in the summer like yeah I was a, gonna, a cabin cottage i was about thing. to say the summer road trip yeah. The first, like, I've got a destination that is, you know, six plus hours away, yeah. and we're hitting the open road, cars mm. packed and ready. I like driving. Mm. Uh, it's from Josh. Who screws up more at work? I'd say probably me. Nobody really, like, nobody really screws up, but if you're looking for the person who goes completely blank and forgets what we're about to do, <laughs> like, every time we do this break and you go rapid fire questions and then look at me and there's a pregnant pause before I read the tag for score pizza. It's you forgot. It's because I'm forgetting every <laughs> single time. My brain is in several places and one of them is sort of here. Uh, so I'll go, to, I'll go ahead and give that to me All currently. Right. Uh, rapid fire. How many swipes of deodorant in the morning? Let me think here. So one, two. It's so it's, it's like, an up, yeah, down, and then maybe a and maybe one more half up. Yeah, I was gonna say three. So I've never counted. Well, that's why I was trying to do it with my like one. I also don't like. It's not like a dedicated swipe. It's kind of like a start at the back and a little and like oh, work, really? and work forward. I go down. I start at the bottom and yeah. I go up one. Yeah, down one, and then I think I go. Up halfway. Mine's like an in, like a kind of a, a shake around in coverage. Interesting. Yeah. I'm an up down half. Uh, so two and a half for you, and yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Ruin one superhero's name by changing one letter. Batman's the easy one here, right? Fat man. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all right. I don't know why I didn't go there. I mean, it's the right <laughs> one. It's like the easy answer. <laughs> I was trying. I was immediately trying to do something to Spider Man, but changing one letter. Let me think. Spider Tan. No. <laughs> spider Tan. No, Spider. Oh. <laughs> Fat Man's it. Fat Man's I mean, it. We're not going to get better, right? Fat Man's probably the answer. I wish I could think of better, but Fat I'm Man's. Not sure if I have it. anything better. Yeah, I'm not sure I've got anything. Uh, um, what else bo- do we have? Bony here? Stark. <laughs> Super Yam. All right. Supper Man. 
Supper, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of funny. That's I don't not mind bad. that. That's not bad. What animal does Soper and Brown get caught possibly and possibly killed trying to steal from the Toronto Zoo? That's from Ginger Dave. Uh, Carl gets in with uh, the porpoises. <laughs> yeah, I'm like a porpoise. I, uh, but actually, I don't. I don't die in the enclosure, but uh, from exhaustion, uh, trying to carry a manatee out, oh. <laughs> out of the park. Spread me at the zoo. <laughs> he got it out of the tank and everything, but I just couldn't get it back to the car. <laughs> They're both dead. <sighs> <sighs> Man, he's heavy. <laughs> uh, that was the last one I had written down here. Sure. What you like? I don't mind the seasonal thing. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Deodorant stick was interesting. Made me think. Actually, I got one more for you. Okay. What's your favorite video game soundtrack besides Guitar Hero? Which uh, which was the really good NHL one? NHL 04? NHL 04 was really good. Yeah, it's, that one, was of really the, good. it's one of the early NHLs. It's got to be one of the Grand Theft Auto games, doesn't uh, it? With all the different radio yeah. stations and stuff that you can like flip yeah, to. Yeah. GTA games, maybe a Tony Hawk. But the one, the ones that stand out to me because they're the ones that I purchased the most are certainly yeah. the NHL soundtracks. And 04 was really good. Give me the Halo soundtrack. Just that over and over again. I like the FIFA one because I don't know any of the music and it's all like 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 Euro pop and like weird like club music and I just have no idea what it is. So I don't get <laughs> sick of it that fast because I'm just like, oh yeah. yeah, this is the song that's like about skeletons or something. And then that's just, that's just it. It deodorant goes, or seasonal activity? Uh, you know what? Deodorant it is. For the NHL 05 soundtrack. Oh! Franz Ferdinand would take me out. Really? Yes. Mm. Yeah, 05. Not the 04, but the 05. What was on 04? Uh, I can find here. Hold on. NHL For some reason, that's the one that sticks out to me. I think that one was Gob. Gob was like the lead song on it. Here okay. we go. Hold on. Uh, on the NHL 04... Video game soundtrack. We had uh, Adema, Alien Ant Farm, The Ataris, mm. Bowling for Soup, Brand New, Deftones, Gob, Oh, Alan, what can I do? Uh, Jet, Get What You Need. Uh, what else is on yeah, here? Yeah, it's that. The 04 yeah. one's the best. Yeah. Yeah. Avenged Sevenfold's on there. Yeah. It was good. The 03 one had Trapped, uh, Jimmy Eat World's Sweetness, <laughs> Default, Oh, Queens of the Stone Age, Gob, yeah. Sick With You. Gob, I've been up these steps. Some of them are good. More default. Default made it on twice. Or was uh, that was the question there? Oh, uh, Trouble Charger. Sound million. games with the best soundtracks. Uh, lots of submissions coming in from the text box. Uh, someone said Goldeneye. A uh, number of the Tony Hawk ones suggested. Max the pause, Payne. The pause music. For yeah. Goldeneye. Max yeah, Payne yeah. three. Quake two was done by Trent Reznor. Apparently, it's o three o four NHL soundtrack. Yeah, all those That's are pretty pretty solid. Uh, we also had a question for ruin a superhero with one letter. Can I say somebody chimed in and said, "What about the Incredible Sulk?" That's great. Brilliant. That's brilliant. It's actually my superhero. That's yours. <laughs> That's me. The Incredible Sulk. <laughs> you. Also, how do we not go with Buttman instead of Batman? Instead of Fat Man, yeah, uh... the Buttman. Buttman's pretty good. It's the Buttman. Yeah. Uh, another person said... <laughs> this is the incredible Sulk music. Yeah, this is it. Um, Dead Poop. Dead Poop instead Dead of Deadpool. Deadpool. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Pretty good. What's uh, what's incredible Sulk doing right now? <laughs> right now? He's thinking about, uh, about 10 commercials he asked to record after the show was over. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> They're gonna come up with something not like real. No. <laughs> thinking about my duties. <laughs> that's a that's a it's the incredible sulks thinking of. Yeah. I have ten sixties to record after the show's <laughs> over. So that's you really are the incredible sulk. I am. Then. Yeah. <laughs> it's Moise, Soper and Brown. Soper and Brown. Ninety-seven-seven hits FM. You know, I gotta ask the question. Sure you Is do. this a greasy move, Ooh. or are you a little impressed? Greasy move or power move? So we're gonna go here. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Greasy can, move, power move. Can we yeah. have some accompanying music to make our decision? Oh, you know what? That's a, uh, what's a that's a hell of an idea. Greasy or power? Okay. Let's go. Uh, not with that one. No, yeah, not no, that one. That's no, that's no, that's that one. Right. You're right. Yeah, that one. Sure. <laughs> well, some hip hop decision making. French uh, tax authority has been using drones to fly over properties to spot pools Uh that have not been claimed or have not been- As part of property tax collection? Exactly. Have not been um, uh, have been withheld. Yes. All this kind of stuff. So if you haven't registered it as part of your as part of your property detail, yep. as they're collecting property taxes, they have. They're doing drone surveillance. They have caught I over a one hundred homes. I was gonna say uh, this will be in the thousands. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is new. So yeah, far. over one hundred homes have been caught. Yeah. And have had to their property taxes, all this kind of stuff, has been boosted. Right. Because. Of the uh, the drones catching them. Is there any retroactive penalty, or is it just going forward? It's just going forward. Your going property forward? taxes are higher. Okay. Then I say, not greasy. Not greasy. Not greasy. Really? If they would have gone over and gone like retroactive, yeah, and pushed them because like you know you're doing a little something when you're making a change to your home like that and not registered. Like I know we should all get away with a lot more than we do. Mm-hmm. I think, but. But at some point, the tax man comes calling. Pretty tough to avoid. Mm-hmm. And considering they're not going after a retroactive penalty, I'm going to say not greasy. It's just the fact they're catching you and saying, all right, yeah. here it is. Yeah. Also, I'd rather, like, I don't want somebody locked on my door and be like, do you have a pool? <laughs> and having to like, go through my house and look and be like, look, we flew a drone over. We know you put a pool in. Yeah. Look. You'd rather get caught that way? Jean-Pierre, you put a pool in. <laughs> it wasn't there three years ago. Lay when you pool f- in the yeah. backyard. <laughs> That's how you say Yeah. Yeah. Le pool. Yeah, you, you put in le pool. <laughs> now you um, must pay the tax. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, you're okay with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is the best method they could have used. I don't love the surveillance nature of it. Yeah, I don't like it. But I don't know. What do you do? Yeah, you gotta collect some way, don't you? I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. I would shoot this blow dart at a drone over my backyard. <laughs> blow dart. Hold on, I'm going to try and hit Phil Swift on the board here. Okay, quick, quick, I'll okay. turn up. Go. Hey! You got him. <laughs> Forehead. Dead center. Yeah. Hey, 7 hits FM, Soper and Brown. All right, Brown, before we get out of here, what did we learn on the show today? You know, I personally learned... That uh, this blow dart gun is my new favorite thing in studio, yeah. and I will never stop playing with this. We put a new sticker of Phil Swift on the uh, glory hole, uh, yeah. and I've been aiming for his head. So far, I'm one for two. Yes, it's true. <laughs> There's one in his forehead and just above. One just above and to the left. And, so I uh, gotta... 
recalculate. If you listen to the podcast, you'll hear yeah, Daryl brought an incredible care package, including a blow dart gun, which we're not sure if we're supposed to have, Darryl, but we do. I need to know where you found this, dude. Maybe he can't tell us. Total, like an unmarked package. We maybe weren't even supposed to say anything. <laughs> it's incredible. If the police are listening. We don't have it. Uh, NASA also running their own DART project. Theirs uh, not as cool as ours. They're just trying to redirect an asteroid to see if they can do it. You can watch it live, though. Yeah, you can. That's kind of cool. I think that's cool. Uh, we learned that I have the capability to catch a fly in my bare hand and also throw them in the toilet. Pretty impressive. It's true. It happened. We talked about VHS tapes of Steelers games and the weird things that we used to do in the 90s to try and keep our sports fandom up before the uh, wide world of the internet and huge amount of access to -to out-of-market games was a thing. Mm -hmm. We also talked about the worst getaway vehicles. Uh, as we were having a story that came to us, South Bend, Indiana, a gentleman had tried to uh, rob a Walmart three times in the same day, and at one point he had uh, he had taken one of the scooters and was trying to get away on that, but ended up pursuing on foot because the scooter's top speed is not much. I thought the a Power Wheels car, yeah, it's pretty would good. Also, be a terrible getaway vehicle. Yeah, I I thought my uh, I thought my rowboat was pretty good. I also thought the mobile bar. Yeah. Right, with the one where you all have to pedal and there's like 12 of you on yeah, there. Yeah, unless you got eight other people willing to also commit the theft with you. Yeah. yeah. Pretty easy to find, too. Yeah. Sticks out. That's the worst. Yeah. Yeah, sticks out. Yeah. That's what we learned today. All right. Ash is up next. You enjoy the rest of your Tuesday party, people. We'll see you tomorrow. There's a voice keeps on calling me down the road. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really a lot of hustle. I liked it. Silver and Brown on 97.7 Hits FM.